0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello there, friends. Welcome to the podcast. It's You Up with Nikki Glazer, the podcast. Hit of pod for you today on Monday. Um, happy Father's Day, belated. Or saying that the other way that you say it, happy belated Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, belated. Um, I am uh, celebrating it today, Monday, because I didn't get to celebrate it yesterday. Because I didn't get to see my dad because he was with his other family. So that kind of sucked. But um, no, that's not true. He actually, I got in town too late. I was in Kansas City this weekend visiting with my best friend from fourth grade and on. We had a couple dark years where we weren't friends. But um, overall, we were the bestest friends two friends can be um, from fourth grade until about junior year of college. And then we had maybe a couple years where we didn't talk that much. We even lived together one of those years and weren't weren't super close. And then, and then uh, for the past like five, six, seven, for the past two years, we've been super duper close. And it's been awesome to be so close here because I'm in Missouri. She's on the other side of Missouri. I'm in St. Louis. She's in Kansas City. Oh, my God. A family is like walking down the street. By the way, I'm on my front porch um, in front of my parents' house, like looking like, a reporter on the, the front lines. I have headphones on, I'm holding a microphone, and everyone can see me. Anyway, um, I drove to Kansas City this weekend. I got a new car. That's super exciting. Shout out to um, Mercedes Benz of St. Louis. The general manager there is a fan and went to my show on Wednesday night at Helium in St. Louis. And he sent a card backstage and was like, give, told the manager to tell me to give me a call. If I want to drive around in a, a loner car. And I thought there was going to be some kind of hitch. There was going to be not a hitch on the car. That would be cool, though. Um, there's going to be some. What's the word? I, I was like, what's in it for you? And he was pretty much like nothing. You there's like a family walking down. Oh, God damn it. Um, he was like, there's nothing in it for me I'm just a fan just take the car like you you uh, I, we got we have it you can drive it and uh, I'm just gonna like drive it back I think tomorrow and pick up a new car and a different one like I'm just gonna swap out Mercedes it's fucking rad I got, for those of you who give a shit about cars um, it's a Mercedes 300 S and it's rad and it's white and it's two-door and um, the family just waved to me I don't know if I know them or not but that girl does look like me the old me there's a girl, a, a tallish, lanky blonde girl walking and um, she has my old walk. I'm gonna tell you in a second what I mean by that because I recently got a new walk. Uh, I got one this weekend. I went to Kansas City and I got um, I spent some time with my uh, old best friend from Fort you, you guys can tell I'm talking so quietly because this family's walking by. but I got uh, I got a new car this weekend I got a new walk. I visited with my friend from, you know, fourth grade and on, my best, best friend of all time, Kirsten, and she is a personal trainer, and she's amazing and just such a centered, grounded, happy person. I think she might be the happiest person I know. I was telling Andrew today when I was talking on the phone on the ride back from Kansas City. I spent two nights there, drove back today. I was telling Andrew, I was like, I really do think she's the happiest person I know, and I'm so happy for her. I cried today saying goodbye to her because I told her I was so proud of her which I've never felt that feeling of I've never cried from pride and maybe I should more often think about that for yourself have you ever cried because you were like I'm so proud like maybe if you're a parent in which case happy father's day or mother's day I might have missed that for you but I was proud of my friend, and it was, like, a really good feeling. We had the best time, but she's a personal trainer, and she, like, knows Pilates and, like, is very well educated in, like, body science. Sorry, Kirsten, I know you're listening, and I don't know exactly what you're trained in, but it's, like, she knows so much about the body, and today, and yes, last night she um, taught me how to walk, and I was walking around uh what's the what's the plaza in Kansas City and I was trying out a new walk and I swear to god a bl- within a block of me doing my new walk which is essentially me just I'm always my hips are I'm kind of hunched over I walk like I don't have much confidence which you know off stage I really don't and even on stage I see pictures of myself and I'm like god you look like squidward and But she taught me how to walk with good posture, you know? Just essentially like, in which I've been making fun of on stage. I'm like, God, if if you wanna be a hot girl, just arch your back, walk with your back, your butt out and your, it feels ridiculous on me to walk that way. It feels like I'm just doing this exaggerated, like I'm trying to walk like a centaur or like a little dog cat little cat dog yeah cat dog it wasn't cat dog kind of like that too had like a long body but like arched up or is that another cartoon character I'm thinking of whatever it is I feel so awkward walking that way but then you look at your reflection you're like oh that's just how hot girls walk and I never see hot girls and I'm like oh my god she's arching her back she's trying to look hot I'm just always like oh wow why are their bodies different than mine and they're not different they just walk different so I got a new walk and it's and I'm not kidding you guys within a block of walking like that two guys go, "Are you guys models?" And of course they were fucking ki- like they weren't serious, but we did look like powerful and hotter. And I don't get people saying, "Are you models?" even to just like pathetically hit on us ever anymore. I mean, I maybe I got that a couple times in my 20s, but um that's how important posture is. And then she was showing me how she would look if she didn't have good posture, and it was like she went from a no offense, Kirsten, you're so hot. You went from like a six to a ten with your posture. It was insane. And that is actually the the she looked she walked and and I don't mean that like the the hotness points. I mean she looked like the number six, and then she looked like the number ten. Um, it's so impressive. So I have a new walk. I just used it at the grocery store. Uh, it's just good to do because it actually makes you conscious of your body. And I it, it feels stupid because I'm like, I have to try so hard every time I'm walking, but that's good. You should have more body awareness. I'm also going to get, a, uh, there's a lot of things I'm going to get after this weekend. Um, she also sent me a link for a thing called a jade egg, a Yoni jade egg. It's an egg you can buy online and l- look it up. A Yoni J- jade egg. And you, it's about $70 and you put it up your vagina and I don't know what's supposed to do, but she and her friend Betsy talked about it. Her friend Betsy had like one in uh, at one point and their other friend had one in and they were just talking about like, you know, being aware of your vagina and like harnessing power down there because I think mine is just like numb. Like I don't ever know what's going on down there. I never really feel it unless I'm like actually about to have sex. It never... I'm not, like, aware of it right now. Let me just get aware of it right now. Hold on one second. Okay. All I heard was, like, an owl. I, like, closed my eyes, and the first thing I heard was an owl. So maybe... <laughs> maybe that's a sign Um, of what. I have no idea. But, yeah, it's, like, hard... So anyway, I'm going to stick an egg up my vagina. I'm going to buy that jade egg for $70, because why the hell not? Um... But yeah, they, we were also just talking about, um, different, like they have a friend that I might do some, um, zoom sessions with who tells you to like put a toy inside you and like explore your vagina with a toy and like not, you don't like come, but she just like teaches you how to like have more awareness down there because I do feel like, like if I said right now, think of just suddenly feel your toes. Oh my God, suddenly you're aware of your toes, right? And you weren't before, but they were there. So I just have to think of my vagina more because I do feel like I have no interest in sex recently. Like, yeah, I masturbate here and there. Like, I'm going to try tonight, I think, just because I have the house to myself. And, you know, why the hell not? I might check out that movie 365, you know? Um, I hear that's pretty sexual and... Andrew told me it's, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, but, like, more abuse. And I was like, eee, sign me up. Um, it's going to be stupid, though. I have a feeling I'm just going to be like, ugh, this is dumb. I, it's been so long since I've gotten turned on by any fictional movie or anything. The Departed, the sex scene, I watched that the other day to get me riled up, didn't do anything for me. I mean, porn has truly ruined me, and I don't watch it that much. But it's I, I, it's I, it's so hard to compete with something that's, so on the nose. good. Like, what other... I like seeing girls tied up and being forced to have orgasms. Where am I going to get that? How do I wean myself off of that and back into, like, sensual lovemaking? Watching... I I mean, I have no interest in that. I don't even... I don't want any connection. I just want to watch girls, like, struggle to not come. (laughs) Although I did have a dream last night that I had sex with Elvis, and it was pretty good. So maybe I am horned up maybe had a blue suede shoe up my vagina Um, sorry to get sexual on this podcast I don't mean to do that I don't want to ever make this like something that men are getting turned on by please don't write me and be like I find it very sexual I think that you need to explore the the, 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 the. shut up I don't want to hear it not that you're going to I don't mean to get mad at you before you ever did anything wrong that's one of my biggest pet peeves with comedians is when they come on stage and they're like. Put down your phones, fuckers. Like, they'll yell at you guys before you've done anything wrong. Or like, and if you're gonna, and if you're gonna take a call, will you take it outside, you fucking idiots? And it's like, well, don't be mean to them. They just paid money to see you. So I didn't mean to get mad at you guys. I'm sorry about that. God, I have so much to tell you about more. I want to talk about the TV show Dating Around. Have you watched it on Netflix? My assistant um, sent me... Sometimes she'll just text me like you got to watch this thing, which I love and I I trust her because she just she listens to everything I do and like knows what I'm into and and knows me very well. And she said watch season 2 episode 2. I really recommend that. But I think you need to ease into the show. I think just start at season 1, season 2 episode 1 and then go into 2. And the guy in episode 2 is crazy, but it's a good ep- it's such a good episode. The show is nuts okay let me just talk about it really quick and then I have to just go check something and then I'll be back but the show is what it was sold to me because my 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 friend's friend the one that has the jade egg she was also telling me yesterday when we hung out and that's the best thing about your best friends they have best friends and then you instantly have a rapport with those best friends if you don't have friends I'm sorry because Maybe you have a boyfriend, in which case, good for you. I don't have those things, but I have really good girlfriends. And I'm very lucky for that. And I need to practice more gratitude in that because I can complain a lot about all the things I don't have. But I lucked out in the girlfriend department. But this girl told me about dating around, which... And I was like, oh, yeah, my assistant recommended that. So we watched it last night. And what what my friend's friend said was that it really highlights how awkward dating is and makes you feel I don't know if she said this but she it definitely came across to me that it makes you feel less alone with how like weird and experienced dating is because I don't understand why people like dating because i get anxiety before it it's so awkward when you first walk up to the person how do you greet what do you say do you kiss on the cheek do you hug what the, what the hell goes on then the, the conversation is always just awkward I always say the wrong thing I'm not like really in control like I am on stage when I'm like on a date especially if I like the guy I'm just so nervous if I don't like the guy then I'm cool as a cucumber but if I do like the guy it is you wouldn't recognize me you guys you just wouldn't um I'm not myself I get really uh like, I get like this, like, I can't think of things to say. I get, I get like you probably get, you know? Every, that's the thing. I realized watching the shoe show, everyone gets that way. In which case, I'm like, why does anyone date? Is everyone that desperate to find someone? Cause I'm not, I'm not willing to put myself in these awkward dating scenarios to find someone. It's not worth it to me because it's so awkward. But it did make me feel like I was watching dates and learning that everyone goes through this experience, it's all awkward, and that, yes, it's uncomfortable, but it is necessary, and it's cute, and it's fun, and it's just, it made it, it's such a good show. I mean, the show it's, is a little slow at points. It's a perfect thing to put on and just talk over the entire time because you don't miss much, but you're literally a fly on the wall at dates. There's no narrator. There's no flashy graphics. It's just watching people on a date. They go out with five people, and then at the very end of the episode, they pick one person, and you can always kind of guess who it's going to be. It's a fun show to watch with your with a friend cuz right before the last scene, you guess talk amongst yourselves and guess who they you think they're going to pick. And then you see them on their second date and they've picked someone, but you don't see the second date. You just see them meet for the second date and like have a cute interaction. You go, "Oh her? Oh my god, I wouldn't have thought that." Like it's so satisfying. I love it dating around. So I'm still outside. The family has walked away. Um, that was so awkward. You could tell like it was a family on a very uh forced dad walk. The dad was holding a baseball glove too. like he really had high hopes for his like the the kids must have been like twenty three twenty four I don't know, but it just looked so forced. It looked like a death march. um or maybe not. Maybe I just wish my dad were here. He's uh at the river with my mom. Um, I am here alone, which is going to be great. I'm going to watch some more dating around tonight. If you have a specific episode from season one that you think I should watch, I'm, I'll probably watch it tonight. Don't even suggest it. But if you have any dating shows that you, or shows you think I would like based on the things I like, please send them my way. You can DM me on Instagram. I'll try to write back. Another thing that happened, I walked into my house today and right before I left on Friday, like I said, I was really depressed or maybe i didn't say that but i was um i've just been super depressed recently um it happens once a month around um my period which you know i a couple of days before and during and after maybe the whole time i have terrible terrible thoughts some of which i've talked about on joe rogan what where else have i talked about those thoughts talked about them a lot and people have written to me and been like I have them too but I have darker thoughts than the average bear let me just say that um and sometimes they scare people and they should I'm never gonna act on the thoughts that I have but sometimes it really is too painful to keep inside and you just want to tell someone like the thoughts you're having and I tell my therapist but I always meet with her on Thursdays and Friday I was just feeling so so sad and so like I don't even want to do comedy anymore. I don't want to do a podcast anymore. No offense to you guys. I don't want to, I don't have a place to live. I don't want to make new friends. I don't want to, I don't even want to find a husband. I don't want anything. I just want to not exist. And like, you know, last week, every time I woke up in the morning, I would go, like, I would just be like, I have to fucking live today. And I just, sleeping has just been like the only source of relief recently it's already lifted this weekend either like because of my hormones or because I hung out with a friend but whatever it is if you're out there and you ever feel that way dude you're not alone but also if you you kind of are alone because I've looked into it not everyone feels that way Um, my ex-boyfriend was driving me to get a new car the other day and I was just feeling so depressed and I was like do you ever just like not want to be alive like do you ever just like want to die like not like you're going to do anything like you're like but if you caught something and you died like you'd be kind of psyched about it do you ever have those thoughts and he's like no and I was just like okay thank you for answering honestly because uh, actually I don't want everyone to feel that way and I do I do want it to be weird that I feel this way and not normal because it's a terrible way to feel and I don't always feel that way but there are times that I actually do and it brings me a lot of peace when I reach out and find other people that do feel that way. And that's when I like Google podcasts about depression. I read Reddit. Don't go on Reddit, Reddit subreddit depression. That's all people just being depressed and not wanting to get out of it and just moaning and groaning about it, which is also good. But um, yeah, I just, I was in that mindset last week and I forget where I was going with. Oh, yeah. So a, a big part of it was like I couldn't clean my room. It was such a mess. I felt like, there was nowhere to put anything that I wanted to put away. I'm living at my parents' house. I don't have a place of my own. And I was just like taking it out on my mom. I'm like, this house is a fucking mess. I'm gonna hire a maid. I didn't. I worked hard in my life so I could never clean again. I don't know how to clean and I don't wanna clean. And I, I'm rich because I would never wanted to, I need a maid and you won't let me have a maid here and so I'm moving out. I'm like, I keep threatening moving out and they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, I'm gonna move out and, and there's like no resistance. But she was like, Nick, she was like, I'll I'll let you bring a maid in. And I was like, "Okay, well, then let's do it. And she's like, but I got to straighten up first. And I'm like, oh, this whole rigmarole. So she was like, we'll talk about it on Monday. And she was very understanding. My parents were actually like very concerned about how depressed and down I was. I said some stuff to my dad that he was like, Nick, it's going to be okay." And I was like, oh, dad, I'm sorry I scared you. You're using like a scared voice. And I've scared my parents so much with my mental illness throughout the fucking decades. And I felt like ridiculous kind of heaping it on them. But, you know, this I was like unloading the dishwasher and just bitching to my dad as he was like eating cereal and trying to have a father-son father son moment, father-daughter moment. Well, I didn't have makeup on, so it was kind of a father-son moment. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and he was like, it'll be okay. And my mom was like, Nick. And I had a feeling it was going to happen. But I walked in here tonight and my mom walked in my bedroom. They're not here, by the way. My mom cleaned my room folded all the clothes that are in my drawers separated them made like sections and it's like I I've never done that myself you guys I'm just gonna come out and admit it I've never been able to be organized and actually organized I always need someone like someone you know like on the show hoarders I need help I'm never gonna like do it my on my own I never have it's always taken a friend I've hired to help me organize redo it and so I Was astonished I mean it's one thing for my mom To like vacuum my room and make my bed Which I don't like and I was not happy About but I also was like Oh I'll pay her so I Venmoed her 100 bucks because I was like you clean my room And then I saw that she did my drawers And I'm like this is out of control You went through my clothes and folded them Like this is so unnecessary And so nice I almost cried So I texted her I'm like mom why did you do That and she was like I just wanted to do something nice for you She sent the Venmo money back it was so sweet I'm my parents are so nice and they were worried about me as they should have been because I was like so I'm almost gonna cry I was so depressed last week just even talking about it but I've got to go in a second here um yeah I just I had like a really emotional weekend and it was I'm not out of it I'm not like just always going to be happy from here on out but i'm feeling much better it was really hard to do stand up last week and do something that i used to be great at in march fucking great one of the best and now i'm probably still one of the best cuz no one's good right now but i'm not it's it's not like i can get out there and do a triple axel like i'm got to i got to learn how to do a double again and it's the muscle memory is there but it just it doesn't feel good to not be great at something that you were great at You know, and it made me feel terrible and just pretty defeatist. Doesn't matter. You guys get it. You heard me bitch about it last week. So seeing my friend Kirsten was really therapeutic in this way because she is someone who when I went we were in Cabo um, over Christmas, I, I organized a trip for all my girlfriends from high school, plus one friend from my real life here, not here, but in New York. We all like six girls went down to Cabo and um, she would like rub my back because she's like a healer. She does like Reiki and she would like touch my back. And like I started crying from like a pressure point she found in my back. And I'm not a crier like you guys have maybe heard me cry intermittently on here. But it's just I have little like little gas leaks that, you know, just enough to light a, a stove and then I turn it off. And um, but this weekend I cried a lot not like sobbing, but I cried and it was really good because we talked about um, a really emotional thing that happened when, I don't know why I'm getting like robot voice, because this was supposed to be a fun podcast, but we, um, a reason for like, God, I guess my life changed November 19th, 2001, very drastically, so did Kirsten's, so did a lot of people's because a friend of ours in high school, our senior year, uh, killed himself. And, uh, it just was, I've never seen 13 reasons why, but I'm guessing it was like that in terms of like, my life was before and after that event. And it was also September 11th was like a two months before that. So it was a lot of trauma, the fall of 2001 for me. Um, and a lot of unresolved stuff. And my friend Kirsten, Documented it all because she kept a journal. She kept a diary all through her childhood in high school. And we went back and read the, she went back and read about the day or like a week after because she wasn't writing when he did it or like she was, we were in, she was in so much pain. She was very close to him. Um, that it was like a week later and she wrote the whole story of how it happened. There were so many details that I forgot. And I really struggled with like mourning his loss because we weren't that close. We didn't have any classes together, but I knew him through her. And I felt like we were close, but I didn't really know. And I felt so sad about his death, but I felt like kind of embarrassed that I felt so sad. And I always felt like really, I never let myself really feel it because I'm like, you didn't know him. And I hate when people, and and this is my thing, but I don't like when people get really sad or act like they're best friends with someone who dies when they weren't really best friends. I think it's really tacky. Like, okay, why are you getting a tattoo of that person on your chest when they literally wouldn't have gone to your funeral had you died? Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like people that need a, an identity and want to feel like they... So I didn't want to be one of those people. So I just was like, I'm fine. We weren't that close. Whatever. And um, turns out from her diary entry, I found out something that I was like, oh my God, we were close. There was like evidence of it. And it finally let me be able to feel sadness about it because I mean I'll just tell you I was mentioned in his suicide note I was one of one of a few people who he you know said something very kind about and uh, I didn't remember that fact and then when she said it the other night I was like I just started bawling because it finally was like I'm allowed to be sad I I, I was friends with him it wasn't just an illusion so that was like a really meaningful moment I'm like sweating telling you guys about this I gotta go this podcast is going too long so that was really fun (laughs) to, to like it was it was so fun I have so many more details to tell you about the trip we went to our old college town because we wanted to go find our the house we lived in our junior year because we both had a memory of us writing on the wall in the basement with our other girl roommates Jeanette and April we wrote on the wall in the basement like our names and then I we both have a memory of me writing, I'm going to be famous someday, remember my name, and then wrote Nikki Glazer. And so we went there to go find it. We drove 40 minutes from Kansas City did Lawrence on Friday night at like 10 p.m. And we went up to the house. There were no lights on. We got scared. So we left a six pack of beer and a note that said, hey, can you take pictures of the basement wall and see? And um, they did take pictures. And it, I did not write that. So that kind of sucks. But anyway, we were driving around campus and we were just driving past hordes of college kids, hordes. I mean, just gr- like it was like COVID never happened. Out Waiting outside of bars and we were just, we felt like so old and like just lame. But also we, we just kept, I didn't actually, we didn't feel that way. We felt actually very cool. But we were driving past and we were just heckling them. We would drive past in Kirsten's like CRV. And we were just like, mama's home. We just kept yelling mama's home past these kids that were all wearing you know, jean shorts that look like underwear and just screaming mama's home at random boys and, uh, and peeling off. It was so fun. Cause that's the type of shit we used to do when we were like 11 and 12 and 13. We would just always make fun of the older kids that were cooler than us. We'd used to just like embarrass her older sister in front of the cool kids and yell shit like, mama's home. What's up? What's up? What's up? And then we peel off, and we did that to these kids. And um, it was so fun, because they would just look at us and be like uh, uh. And then we did it last night to a group of people. The girl I told you about that put the jade egg up her vagina, she was like, oh, later on, we're having a block party on my street. And Chris and I were like, oh, we probably won't stop by, but we will drive by and yell Mama's home. And she was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. And we were like, we're actually gonna do it. And so we drove past last night at 10 p.m. There was like a cute little block party happening at, our, at her friend's house in the front yard and we just drove past and yelled mama's home and then she texted us and was like come in come hang out and we were like we're too embarrassed because we, we just yelled Ma's, mama's home so we're uh, us mamas are actually going to go home and that's what we did and we watched Dating Around which I recommend I will see you on the podcast tomorrow I have to go this is going too long a bird is looking at me uh, I love you guys squirt squirt jackpot this has been a Comedy Central Podcast <laughs>